Among the many scarring memories I have from adolescence, which I'll tell you about one by one over the years, it comes from gym class. Well, I grew up in Southern California and I'd been hiking the weekend before and I had a pretty bad entangle with some poison oak. Within about 24 hours, I had a little patch of kind of pink rash on my leg and not long after that, it had spread all over my leg. Now, not, not only was it very, very uncomfortable, but it looked terrible. And in PE class, I was wearing shorts, and we did this thing, I don't know if they do it anymore, where you do sit-ups, and you have to take turns holding each other's feet. So one kid holds feet, and the other person did it. Well, I was paired with this beautiful girl named Orin Allen. Not Erin Allen, Orin Allen. And it was her job to hold my feet. And I still remember laying on my back with my knees up and my, you know, my elbows like this behind my head. And she was going like, ugh, <laughs> like she had to touch my legs. I said, it's not contagious. And so she did it anyway. Well, that was my little tiny taste of what it's like to have a skin disease in the gospel context from today's reading. Now, the, our gospel translations often use this translation, uh, leprosy, but it, it's not exactly identifiable with what we call leprosy today. So there seems to be a range of skin diseases. And when Jesus instructs the ten lepers, go and show yourselves to the priest, the reason for this, and you can, you can read all about it in Leviticus on your own time, but the priests were responsible for diagnosing these various conditions. So in the diagnostic phase, they would uh, try to tell you know, if there's, well, first they try to tell how deep the affliction is. Is it just skin deep or is it deeper? Um, has the hair on the surface of the skin disease turned white or is it the same color? If it's turned white, that's a bad sign. Uh, so you could end up either being proclaimed unclean on the spot or quarantined for something like seven days and then rechecked again for whether it's spread. If it hasn't spread, you wait another seven days, and if it still hasn't spread, or if it's um, gotten better, then you could be reincorporated into the community. But if it was really bad, you're excluded. And the rules for this are severe. You have to wear dirty clothing, you have to mess up your hair, you have to live outside of the camp by yourself, and you can no longer be incorporated into the community. And you have to shout the words, unclean, unclean, so that people know. So that people don't have to get up close to your skin to know that you are unclean. So you can imagine how painful this scenario is. Well, the other thing that the priests are responsible for is when someone is made clean, then the priests can re make them religiously or ritually clean as well. So if you're healed, a priest can pronounce you clean, and there's this complicated ritual for how to reincorporate you into the community. It involves making a sacrifice, dipping some of the sacrificial blood on your right earlobe, your right thumb, the thumb of your right hand, and the big toe of your right foot. Okay, so one side lesson, aren't we glad we have doctors these days, right? Okay, and don't have to go through all of these things. But this is why Jesus is telling the leper, all the lepers to go and show yourselves to the priests. So it could be that to get diagnosis, but maybe also because the priests can incorporate them into the community. But I'm not sure that the lepers in today's gospel know. And I think one of the reasons they don't know is because only one of them seems to realize that he's being made clean on the way. 
So it says they're cleansed as they go to the priest. They're not cleansed first and then go later. They followed, they followed Jesus' instructions, and as they're on their way there, they're becoming clean so that they, when they arrive, the priest can recognize that and reincorporate them into the community. But one of them sees that he's been made clean and comes back to give thanks. The gospel today could be a lesson about the importance of giving thanks, that all these other lepers are healed and ungrateful, and this leper is healed and grateful. But because the narrative points out to us that he sees he's been made clean, it makes me wonder, are the others clean and healed and unthankful? Or are they unthankful because they don't see what has happened? The difference between the leper who returns and the, one, the ones who go on seems to be that he sees what has happened. So maybe the bigger issue isn't just our ingratitude. The bigger issue is what we don't see, what we don't see about how God has healed us and connected to us, what God has told us, who God has given us to connect to, what communities God has invited us to be a part of. So if we don't feel that gratitude every moment of every day that sends us running back to Jesus, May we start by trying to see what God has done. Amen.